you can wonder why some people are the way that they are, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or a weird thing, strange. You ever wonder why some people react to certain situations in a certain way or look at things a certain way or feel a certain way about certain situations, about things that happen or go on in their life? I believe that it stems from this thing called conditioned behavior. I'm no psychologist, never studied it a day in my life, not claiming to be a psychologist, not claiming to be a Dr. Phil at all. But what I am is a human being that observes a lot. And I take in a lot. And when I see a situation, I just call it for what the fuck, what the fuck it seems to be or what it appears to be. When I know about it, shall I say. Have you ever seen or noticed someone who may be, and this is just a hypothetical example, someone who may be jumpy? Someone who, who may be a little more jumpier than usual, than normal? Have you ever noticed someone who maybe looks at a situation from a more negative aspect more often than not? Why do you think that is? It's because of conditioned behavior. It's because we adapt to the things that happen to us in our life. When things go in your life in a way that is usually not fucking um, productive or in a positive manner, then you start to look at everything from that type of aspect. If you're used to things fucking up and going bad, then that's pretty much how you're going to expect things to go in your life. Not because you want it to go that way, but because that's the way that things seem to always fucking go. Think about this. Everybody who plays the lottery, people play it hoping to win. But most of peop- most people say, well, I probably won't win. Why? Because you normally don't fucking win. Gambling, same fucking way. If you're a person that likes to gamble, go to the casino or whatnot, and you know that you normally don't win, even though you go in there with the hopes of winning, in the back of your mind, you're still probably feeling like you're not going to fucking win. You probably go in there feeling like, well, I'm probably not going to win this time. And then what do they tell you? Although you have hopes and aspirations, hoping that you're wrong, overall, your mind is circled around the reality that I usually do not fucking win. So I probably won't win anything this time either. That's why it's such a surprise when you do win. But what do people tell you when you think negative? Stop thinking so much negative shit and negative shit to stop happening in your life. But is that really fucking true? Is that really fucking true? How often do you think positive about something and it still turns out negative? 
How often do you go into a situation with the best hopes and aspirations ever and get your bubble bursted? How often does that happen? So I don't really believe that it's always about thinking positive. I think it's more so about thinking realistic. Hell, if it was just as simple as always thinking positive, I think a whole bunch of us would be doing a whole lot better. And I understand the importance of trying to think positive because it helps us keep our motivation up. I get that. But I'm also more so into thinking realistic. Chances are you probably won't win anything. Chances are you probably won't hit the fucking lottery. It doesn't stop you from fucking trying. It doesn't stop you from playing. Don't stop you from going to the casino or whatever your your choice is of whatever you do that you have hopes of coming out on top for. Right? I think sometimes we condition ourselves into thinking things like, well, if you think positive, positive things will happen, but that's just not fucking true. Sometimes so much negative shit happens in your fucking life that all you ever can think about is negative shit because that's usually the way it goes. And it's not because you think it'll go that fucking way. Very few people, I believe, go into situations hoping for the worst. I don't know anybody in their right mind that really would, would, would actually do that. Makes no fucking sense. But we do think about situations according to how they typically work out in our lives. We do. That's just as simple as that. You know, and when you have so many things that happen to you in such a negative fucking aspect, in a negative form, it's really hard to think positive because it's like going up in a hot air balloon. And what lifts that hot air balloon off the ground is positive thinking, thinking for the, hoping for the best. But sometimes when you do that and that balloon goes up so high and it gets popped, you come slamming back to the ground. So sometimes people tend to think on a lower fucking basis because that's, they figure if I don't go up too high and it's balloon, when and if it pops, I won't have that far to go when I hit the ground. It won't hurt as bad. They're called lower expectations. And people make it seem like that's such a fucking bad thing, but it's really fucking not. It's just thinking realistic. It's nice if it works out opposite, absolutely. But sometimes you don't want to go up so high in that hot air balloon of hope because if that bitch pops, however high you are off the ground, that's how far you go, that's how hard you go hit when you hit the fucking bottom. And of course, nobody looks forward to hitting the fucking bottom. Of course we don't. Why the fuck would we want to? But the reality of the situation is sometimes we fucking do. Often, more oftentimes than not, we fucking hit the ground. And we hit that bitch hard. And nobody likes to be hurt like that. Nobody likes to be hurt like that. So we condition ourselves to think in the way that our life typically fucking goes. But you get looked at as a negative Nancy or a negative Nick when you don't think too high about situations. And isn't it funny how sometimes life has a way of looking, of doing you, when sometimes you may even speak about, well, I'm not going to get my hopes up about it. And then it works out, and then somebody looks at you like, see, see, I told you, stop thinking so negative and things will happen for you. That was just that one fucking situation. And it seemed like it happens like that just to make a fucking fool of you. Oh, I've had that happen so many fucking times. 
So it seems like if I when I speak outwardly about something that I would like to happen but don't think it's gonna happen, and I speak it to somebody else, it seems to fucking work out just to make me look like the fool. Just make me say, see, you stop thinking so negative and negative things will stop happening to you. You gotta, you gotta stop thinking so negative. But the reality of the situation is that typically shit don't work out. This one fucking time it fucking did and I'm thankful and grateful for that. But that was that one time, that 10th time out of 10 times. And then people make it seem like, well, it's not always gonna work out. That's true too. That is true too. However, those disappointments of those other nine times that it didn't work out, they take a toll on you. I wish we could just go off of that one time that it worked out and just take it from fucking there. But that doesn't work like that. It don't work like that at all. So we think about things according to how we, how, according to how things are dealt to us. Take this for instance. Somebody, let's just say there's a, a an abusive a couple with an abusive spouse, the man or the woman, because these days it can be either, right? And there's, let's say, your husband or wife is known you known to put their hands on you, to smack your ass for whatever fucking reason. They get mad, they're in a bad mood, they smack the shit out of you. And so this one particular day, you guys are standing there, and maybe they're in a bad mood or whatnot, and you're standing next to them, and they reach up to, to scratch their head, and you flinch. And then they look at you like, what the fuck you jumping for? Well, because usually when you raise your fucking hand, I get smacked. So don't look at me like I'm crazy because you just reached up to to scratch your fucking head this time and I flinched. People don't take that kind of shit into accountability. It's just adapting to the way that things happen in your fucking life. And that's just the way that it fucking goes. That's the way that it fucking goes. If you are normal, if you're used to something happening in a certain way in your fucking life, and I know there are some people out there, especially some Christians, that are like, well, you just have to get out of that relationship. That's not the point that I'm making. The point I'm making is adapting to the way that things typically happen in your fucking life. Because, yeah, it's true. You should get out of that situation if you're in it. But we're not talking about that. We're talking about the fucking fact that what happens normally in a person's life, they adapt to it. So if you're used to, figuratively speaking... If you're used to somebody smacking your ass every time they lift their fucking hand and that put one particular day they lift their hand and they're standing next to you to scratch their fucking head and you flinch or you jump back. How can they wonder why the fuck your ass is jumping? Why can they ask? How can they sit there and laugh at you or ask you why you so goddamn jumpy? That's because usually when you lift your fucking hand, you tend to slap the shit out of my ass. That's the way life does this too. If you're used to, figuratively speaking again, if you're used to life smacking the shit out your ass in some form or fashion, and here comes another situation where it looks like that is, and you, figuratively speaking, you jump back or you flinch, whether it's negative thinking or negative outlooks or whatever the fuck it is, people tend to look at you like, why are you looking at things so negative? Why are you like that? That's because you don't know what the fuck usually happens in my fucking life. It's conditioned behavior because of the situations that we are tend that we are forced to fucking deal with. You think everybody that has a negative outlook on life 
chooses to have a negative outlook on life. Usually when people have a negative outlook on life, it's brought on by situations that cause them to have a negative outlook on fucking life. It really fucking is. Most people don't just walk around willingly being negative about shit. There are, there's typically, if somebody looks at life in a negative aspect, from a negative aspect, there are usually very valid reasons why they fucking do. There are usually very valid reasons. Now, whether you want to acknowledge that or share that, that's a different story. But the fucking fact of the matter is, usually when people look at things a certain way, there is a reason why people look at things the way that they do. And when that's not your fucking problem or your or your or your issue or or you don't know much about it, on the outside it just looks like you're just being so fucking negative. Stop thinking negative. If you change your mindset and things will start changing in your life and blah 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 blah. But how do they know you didn't have a change? Of, how do they know you didn't once have a change of a mindset in your fucking life and what brought you to think the way that you do currently? People never take that shit into consideration. They just act like, oh, yeah, this is just a fresh pod, and here we go, and here are you, now you're being negative. No, it's not quite that fucking simple. It's not that simple at fucking all. It's really fucking not. And it's fucked up to be downplayed like that. It really fucking is. It's very, very hard to be downplayed like that because motherfuckers don't know. So you dealing with being called negative or being looked at as a negative person when you have every fucking reason to look at things the way that you do. And it's not that you choose to look at it that way. You just know what the vibe is. If things typically go a certain way in your life, why would, even with the hopes of making, of, of things maybe working out for it, for the better in this particular case, in one particular case, even with those type of hopes, you still have that fear of shit not working out because that's probably the way that things usually fucking go for your ass. And it's not a fucking easy thing to deal with. Being looked at as a negative person and knowing why you're looked at as negative. I mean, knowing why you look at things the way that you do. It is really a fucked up thing. And that's why I look at God like you son of a gun. Because you know what the fuck is going on? And you could also help that shit out. But you don't. Because why? Suffering seems to be mandatory. And when I think about people who suffer unnecessarily, I can't help but to think God holds grudges. He really does. You make people pay for shit that they don't deserve to always be paying for. Because not everybody who has some fucked up shit that happens to them deserves it. And some people have more fucked up shit happen to them more often than not. And that is a not, it is not a pretty motherfucking picture. But for some reason, most of us have been conditioned to accept it. And it's, if, and why? Because that's the way that life seems to fucking go. You can't, all you can do is the best that you can do. And when you give it your fucking best and it still fails, it still doesn't work out. Let me tell you, you accept it, but it takes a toll on your entire being from your inside to the depths of your soul. It takes a toll on it, baby. It makes you look at things a lot differently than what people who don't know what the fuck you're dealing with think you should be dealing with it as. Oh, it does. I don't care if it's your relationship. That you try to make work and you just can't seem to get it fucking right. 
or your spouse can't seem to fucking get it right, or it's your kids, or it's your job, or it's just your lifestyle. It don't matter. It really doesn't matter. The whole thing is about just trying to get it fucking right and the shit not working the fuck out. On some real shit. Trying your best just to fucking fail is the worst feeling fucking ever. And multiple times of that shit happening, oh baby, it is, it's a motherfucker to deal with. It's a motherfucker to deal with, baby. Because a lot of times, if you think about it, a lot of times the things that we want to work out are things that'll make our lives better. You know, it's not that we're just wishing on some shit just to fucking, you know, just to, just, just for a good day. We're talking about life situations. We talk about real life situations. Real life situations that could change your life for the fucking better. To change your life or your family's life for the fucking better. And then you have to deal with the defeat of that shit not working out. And maybe it even being worse, getting worse. That shit hurts, man. I'm telling you, it hurts. That shit is a lot to fucking deal with. And sometimes we don't deal with it as best we, you know, as good as people, especially people who have a disconnected association, meaning people whose problems are just not think we should fucking be dealing with it. That shit is, that shit is annoying. That shit adds to your fucking stress. It really fucking does. It can make a dark situation even fucking darker. And that makes it, you know, that, that, that's, that's, that's a lot. That's a lot for one person to fucking deal with. And we go through this type of shit every fucking day of our fucking life. Disappointment after disappointment. Defeat after fucking defeat. One thing after a fucking another. And don't let it be a fucking really good day where every motherfucking thing you seem to even look at is, I call it the unmitest touch. Everything that you seem to look at, touch, turns to shit. You know, every, we all know about the Midas touch. Everything you touch turns to gold. But when you have the unmitest touch, baby, it's ugly. And it brings you to the brink of your fucking sanity. It makes you feel like I can't handle no more. And it seems like the minute you holler what you can't handle no more of, God says, yes, you can. Take some more shit. Here's some more shit for your ass. You already feeling like you on the edge of your sanity. You feeling like you about to give up. You feeling like you about to get the uh, at, you at the end of your you at the end of your rope. Here's some more shit for your ass to take on. Uh, uh-uh, keep your head up. Don't be don't be negative. If you be negative, we really go ask some more shit under that too. Don't oh you, you talking shit? You mad? Here's some more shit for your ass. You feel like you about to lay down and fucking die? Here's some more fucked up shit for your. Why is it never stuff? That can brighten your fucking day. Why is that so goddamn fucking far and fucking few? But the fucked up shit seems to run like fucking water. Why is that? And we supposed to believe that God fucking loves you? Maybe for some of us that's believable. Honestly, yeah, maybe for some of us. But there are others out here who could say a whole lot fucking different. And let me tell you, ain't no motherfucking walk in the park to be able to say a whole lot fucking different. Trust me on that shit. Why is it that when you feel like you're at the edge of your fucking rope, you hanging, you cliffhanging, you doing a matrix off a fucking edge of a cliff, one foot hanging off the cliff, the other on a motherfucking banana peel, and yet and still here comes some more shit to just push your ass over the top. And if you go over the top, shame on you. Shame on you. You just fucked up. You just fucked up. 
What kind of shit is that? What does God have against helping people out? Especially people who he knows are fucking trying. I'm not saying every day of your motherfucking life has to be a walk through Golden Gate Park on a bright sunny fucking day. Through a bed of fucking roses. But who the fuck has said it had to be a walk through fucking hell. 364 days and out of the motherfucking year. And then you're supposed to be happy about that one motherfucking day. That shit goes okay. That type of shit. That would scare a motherfucker. Really? Seriously? That would scare a motherfucker. 364 days of shit goes bad and then one day it goes good. I'll be like, oh God. I feel like sometimes shit goes so bad so much so often in your life that when shit do go right, you be like, okay, I'm going to pay for this shit. You feel like you go fucking pay a major fucking price for one thing going good in your life after all the fucked up shit that happens in your life. Now one thing that go went well and now I feel like you go pay for that shit. You better enjoy it because you go pay for it because shit's about to go real fucking bad. And this is coming from a God that we post the, the, the claims to love us? Are you fucking serious? I just don't, I, I just, I can't subscribe to that. I can't. I cannot. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't see how God is so fucking, claims to be so fucking loving. And yet and still, he allows this type of shit to happen. Now, if you fucking up, that's one thing. You got to bite that fucking bullet or fall on that goddamn sword. But that's not always the fucking case. It's people out here hustling, trying to fucking make it, and just can't get it fucking right. Whether it's your finances, your job, your relationship, it don't matter. It does not fucking matter. But what does matter is the fucking fact that we're supposed to be dependent on this God who is supposed to love us so much. And that may be true for some. But if you're not one of those people, then what the fuck do you do? What do you do when you feel like, where the fuck is God? Why isn't this nigga helping me? He knows I'm in a situation. Why are you, why is it a must? Why is it so mandatory that we suffer and for so fucking long? To me, it seems kind of sadistic or some real shit. I did a podcast on it. Check it out if you want to. It's called, Is God Sadistic? Because some of the ways that he has and some of the things that he do and some of the shit that he lets happen, I'm like, that's some sadistic ass fucking shit. Real talk. Real fucking talk, bruh. It seems pretty fucking sadistic. It's a must that you suffer. So I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to make this little motherfucker suffer like a motherfucker, but I love you. And then I'm going to come up with all these reasons why I feel you should be suffering. I don't have to make you do it. I'm just going to make you do it, though. And then maybe I got a few cronies in the back that's like, yeah, this is the reason why she's doing this to you. Ain't no good reason, but it's she, But she's your guy. She's your, she's your mom or your dad. So you're going to suffer. Unnecessarily, but this is what she sees fit to do. But just remember, they love you. Tell that to an to tell that to an uh, an abused child who's wondering why the fuck your parents don't feed you, why they won't take care of you, why they hurt you so fucking much. But they love you. Yeah, okay, whatever. That's why I see God the way that I see God. That's why I've backed the fuck up off of God. And then people have tried to make me feel like, well, that's why your life is the way it is because you backed up off of God. No. You putting the chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken, whichever fucking comes first. Or really, you putting the carriage before the fucking horse. Because when I was in the God, all those fucking years, 
I still got to where I am today. How the fuck did that happen? How the fuck did that happen? People act like you just decided to one day to just wake up and say, oh, fuck God. No, no. I had a lot of faith in God at one point in time in my life. I had to fucking wake the fuck up. But I was like, wow, he's, you know, in spite of my efforts or my, my, my belief or my faith or my relationship with him, he still saw fit to let my ass get to where I'm at today. That's not my fucking fault. I did my part. I tried my best. I tried to trust him, but God fucked my trust up in him. He really fucking did. He fucked my trust up in him major. But somehow it's always still that person's fault. It's still always our fault. God can never do anything that's fucked up. God never does anything wrong. I think they said even Jesus was asking God, like, why are you doing this shit to me? And God told him, just endure it. But see, Jesus has something that we don't. Even when Jesus was telling God, I can't take no more of this shit. Why are you doing this shit? God said, keep going. But see, Jesus had a hell of a fucking incentive given to him. He said, yeah, you're going to go through this shit. And they going to fuck you up. Why, we'll never know. Why, we'll never understand why the fuck God did what he did to his son. But after you go through it, I got you. I got you. You coming back. They go kill you. They go fuck you up and kill you. But you coming back. And you coming back bigger, badder than ever. He puts us through some of the same type of shit. But we ain't got that motherfucking, um, that, that silver lining. When we go, we go. End of story. End of story. Period. So all that shit they be talking about, oh, Jesus, God did the same thing to his son, and look at he did the blah, blah, blah. You don't fuck about that shit. Because it's funny how Christians like to leave out those, those small little, you know, those small little details that make a whole big-ass difference in the situation. Really, he does. And that's, it's, it's very interesting how that shit happens. They tell the story curtailed to how they want God to appear. But if you look at it overall from a real aspect, that's some fucked up ass shit, bro. Because if on some real shit too, why the fuck would you take out the motherfucker who ain't did shit and not take the motherfucking devil out that's causing all the goddamn shit? You stop the fucking leak, but you 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 leave the source that's causing the fucking leak. How the fuck is that? You gonna have the same problem again? You don't think God did that shit on purpose? That don't seem kind of suspect to you? I'm going to kill my son to pay for everybody's sins of the world because I love the world so fucking much. But I'm going to leave the motherfucker that's causing all this goddamn shit here. Why wouldn't you kill the motherfucker that's causing all the fucking problems? Leave your son here. Oh, you can't question God. I see why they say that shit now. Don't question me. I don't give a fuck how fucking fucked up it is. Don't you dare question me. Yeah, okay. So I'm just saying, you know, if you have it hard out there, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you've been broken, if you're spiritually or emotionally, um, broken, if you have a bad, a down outlook on life, I understand why. If you've given it your motherfucking all just to be in the same fucked up ass place that you've been in and be blamed for it, like you ain't did what the fuck you had to do to try to make it at least somewhat fucking better. I understand your pain. I really do. I understand how it feels. 
It ain't no fucking pretty picture whatso fucking ever. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please pass the link on. Tell your people, tell your friends about it, share it. Maybe if it don't help you, if it doesn't pertain to you, maybe you know somebody who it does pertain to. Maybe you know somebody that it could help. Share the link. Let people know about Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. I appreciate your time. I appreciate the love. I appreciate seeing all the downloads that are happening. Please keep them coming. Stay woke. Stay tuned, people.